Hello and welcome to the Irish Fire Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Halton. I'm an entrepreneur, investor, and financial independence enthusiast, sharing my financial freedom journey. Stay tuned and welcome aboard. I hope you are doing well. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about what I think is one of the hidden secrets of the financial independence movement and, in fact, one of the hidden secrets of pretty much any success that takes place for anybody. And that is the element of luck. It's certainly something that we cannot rule out. And I hope to even give some examples of perhaps some well-known people in the early retirement movement who have retired and perhaps there was an element of luck there. So yeah, I look forward to covering this on today's episode. But before we get there, I thought it might be nice for me to provide a very quick personal update. If you've been following my blog, you'll see on my monthly FI progress updates that we've been looking more into some of the options around how we can withdraw in early retirement. We have been looking at another rental property to buy over the last couple of months. And we do have one offer in at the moment, which we're waiting to hear back from. But that offer has been sitting there now for a couple of weeks. And indications are is that the offer is too low. We're actually getting a little bit exhausted from looking at rental property. And we're starting to feel a little bit content with the three rental properties that we have. So in the latest update that I gave in the March 2023 update, we mentioned four different options for us in regards to how we want to plan our portfolio from here on in. And we've pretty much come to a decision that we'll either have the offer accepted that we've put on and buy one more investment property, or alternatively, we're fairly content with the three properties that we have and might just look to start paying off the mortgages on those properties and be content with that. Because if we had those three properties with the mortgages paid off, we would be able to live off the rental income knowing that we still had a fairly chunky pension that can compound in the background. And I think I mentioned recently, particularly in the last episode, that work will be an element of our retirement. So as it is, even if there's a problem with the rental income, I'll still have some income coming in from work, even if it's only a couple of hours per week. Back to today's episode. So I wanted to take a look at the element of luck and how that is a big factor when it comes to your ability to retire early and hit financial independence. We're often told in the media and by people that become successful that it all comes down to things like hard work, skill, endeavor, perseverance, all these sort of things. And the reality of it can be quite different. Luck plays a huge part when it comes to not only financial success, but somebody's success in general. And really there's two aspects of luck. One is the luck that's played or the chance of you simply being born and the type of family and culture that you actually grow up in. And two is in luck that happens along the way as you get older. So the first is luck when you're actually born. I often read stories on marketwatch.com about people that become financially independent extremely early in their life. And the comments often pick the story apart and you do often see it when you actually look into it. So it might be somebody who was able to live at home for 10 years and buy a rental property while still living at home 
and then became financially independent that way. Or another person who was lucky enough for their parents to be able to pay for them to go to university and put them through college without it actually costing them anything or needing to go into any debt. Or it might be somebody else that goes and gets a high paying job as soon as they finish education because one of their parents happens to own the company. And we see these types of stories all the time. And it's not until you really look into it that you quickly realize that there's been a huge aspect of luck in the way that they were actually born into it. And it probably didn't matter how hard they worked or anything like that. It was always going to happen for them because of their own situation being born into a certain family. My own story certainly isn't necessarily different. I actually put a huge amount of my success down to the fact that my parents were able to buy a family computer for us when I was age 16. And so I was able to spend three to four hours a day learning how to code. So by the time that I left university, I was fairly well skilled in software development and web development, even though that's not what I'd studied when I went to university. So the fact that my parents had been able to afford a computer back roughly around the year 2000 was purely luck for me. It's very unlikely I would have learned web development had I not had that computer available to me. And so these sort of things, whilst they might seem insignificant at the time, when you look back, you quickly realize that for me, I've been extremely lucky and fortunate for that to happen. To the point that, and when we look at that from a full statistical point of view, 0.3% of the world's population clarified themselves as professional software developers. And software development is a great industry to be in, in terms of high income and the fact that it can be worked remotely and almost fully flexibly, which is why we see so many fire bloggers who happen to be software developers. Consider that roughly 10% of Irish households earn over 100,000 euros per year. It's quick to see that software development will typically pay that sort of yearly income, even for an individual. So if that was a family with, say, a software developer and, say, another source of income, then it's quick to see just how much easier it is for somebody in that industry versus, say, another industry. None of us start from an equal base. And I think that's really the key aspect here and something that we need to appreciate in our own lives if we did actually come from a family background that had some advantages because it definitely isn't a case where we are all equal and I would be foolish to sit here and actually try to say that this all comes down to hard work and perseverance because it simply doesn't. Luck and chance is a huge factor when it comes to the overall picture. Timing is something that we often don't have control over. For example, it was hugely fortunate for me that I moved to Ireland in 2011, a time when a lot of Irish people were leaving and there was a negative net migration. So for me coming in, the immigration department gave me that little bit of extra time because they weren't snowed under with people trying to move into Ireland at the time. We were able to secure a rental property fairly easily and even negotiate the rent at the time because there were an ample supply of rental houses available. When it came to buying a house, we were able to secure a great price and purchase a house for a deposit of only around 10,000 euros. All of this stuff is very, very different today. And had I been born 10 years later, I suspect my story of moving to Ireland would have been very, very different. So luck and timing play a massive part. One of the criticisms of Mr. Money Mustache is that luck played a massive part for him as well in regards to the timing. Mr. Money Mustache plays this down quite a lot because his argument is that he actually retired roughly around the time of the great financial crisis. 
And he argues that he actually invested through that at the time. But it's hard not to see the other side of the coin that he was able to come out of that and had fairly significant investments at the time and had a bull run that lasted approximately 10 years, which would have done wonders for his wealth. I fear that investing solely in stocks today is potentially a different story because it's hard to see the next 10 years in the share market going as well as it did from, say, 2011 to 2021. Are we in a lost decade? We could very well be. So solely investing in stocks at the moment, you might find that you need to put significantly more into your investments than you would have, say, back in 2011. Again, all timing, all luck. We have no control over what the stock market actually returns, especially if you're only buying index funds. Carl from 1500days.com retired a number of years back. A very interesting blog. If you want to follow his story, basically he counted down the final 1500 days to his financial freedom. But ironically, when you look back at his portfolio at the very start, he didn't really need to do much at all because he was lucky enough to have invested in Tesla stock, roughly at around $2 something at the time per share. Had Carl done nothing but sat and waited, his wealth was going to grow significantly either way, and he actually wasted his 1500 days working when he could have just retired and waited. Carl puts it down to the fact that he loved the company, he loved Tesla, and he loved Elon Musk and believed in everything that he was doing. Fair point. He did manage to find a stock that was probably worth less than what it was at the time. However, to think that Tesla's stock was going to grow as much as it did was nothing more than luck. For whatever reason, Tesla was picked as a stock that was going to be exploited. And it's very difficult to argue that Tesla was well overvalued in 2021 and likely still very much overvalued today. My own investment returns in the five years or so that I've been investing certainly reflect an element of luck within them. My returns on stocks have been minimal at best. In fact, if you account for inflation, have actually been negative when you look at it. So me starting in 2018 up to April 2023 at time of recording, my stocks have been relatively flat. So I've had five years of very mixed returns. And even though I've had a couple of good years in there, overall, my stocks are pretty much break even. Compare that to property, our property has returned five times what our stocks have in the same time period. In fact, we didn't start our first property until 2020. So we've actually had significantly less time with property, but we've still managed to return five times on what our stocks have. And so it's easy to look at it and say, well, clearly property is a better investment. But again, that's just not what it shows. It just shows that we've been luckier with property than we have been with stocks. We have no control over the investment returns. And so one beating the other over a five-year period does not mean that one was better than the other. It simply shows that for that property and for the stocks that I picked over that five-year period, one was five times better than the other. Which is why this whole thing is difficult to replicate and anybody that tells you otherwise, you need to take into account that luck played a huge part in either their success or failure when it came to their own journey. And luck will likely do the same for you. We all start our journey at a different place, at a different time and at a different age. Each of us will have our own battles and challenges to try and face along the way. It's the same reason why I share my own journey, not 
for you to replicate, but hopefully for you to reflect and look at your own financial independence journey to see that it's all going to come down to your own luck along the way. And that's going to be a huge, huge element of it. I can only sign off today's episode by saying I hope your luck is good and that your journey is smooth sailing. No doubt it won't always be, but hopefully when you look back on your financial independence journey, you'll do it with a smile on your face and realize that the sacrifice was worth it. As always, if you have any questions on this episode, drop me an email at michael at firepodcast.ie. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the newsletter to receive my monthly FI updates. I look forward to catching you on the next episode.